chapter 28. When you've moved schools as many times as I have, you start to think of everyone as temporary. Friends come and go. You might have a best friend, but you know in the back of your mind, she's not going to always be there. You'll change schools or she'll change schools and that'd be that. For years, I told myself that was okay. That was just the way it was, kind of like replacing a toothbrush. Sure, you might like your toothbrush a lot, but sooner or later, you'd have to replace it. You'd get a new toothbrush, and it might feel strange and uncomfortable at first, but then you get used to it. I guess I never thought about how the toothbrush might feel. I never thought the toothbrush would miss me. I was walking through the motel, still thinking about Lupe, when my dad waved me over to room eight. Look what a customer left on the table. I stepped into the room and saw a $5 bill and three $1 bills lying on the table along with a note. To the little girl who checked us in, keep doing a great job. Eight dollars, my dad exclaimed. You know what that means? I smiled. Chinese people believe that if you receive eight dollars, it's good luck. That's because the word for the number eight, ba, rhymes with the word for prosperity, ba. It was such a nice surprise that I went back to the front office to write the customers a thank you note. As I got their registration card out and copied their address, it briefly crossed my mind that maybe I should stop. Given the grade I just got in English, did I really know what I was doing? But then I thought about Lupe and how she said you can't win if you don't play. Now I had eight more dollars to play with. Eight dollars that had just dropped down from the sky. I had to say thank you. I went over to Mrs. T's room to try and borrow a dictionary. Mrs. T was always reading. With her cat eye glasses, she sat by, a pool, by the pool and plowed through at least two newspapers and a magazine a day. Not only did Mrs. T have a dictionary, but she was delighted to lend me hers. It was a massive book, almost as thick as the yellow pages. It wasn't just a dictionary either. It had something called a thesaurus too. A thesaurus, Mrs. T said, was a list of words that meant the same thing as other words. You could trade them freely, like you can trade $1 for eight Chinese renminbi. Renminbi? Oops, sorry guys. I carried Mrs. T's nifty dictionary thesaurus over to the front office and started composing my letter. Dear Mr. and Mrs. Miller, thank you so much for the $8 tip alone along with the kind note. It helped my day, made my day, and I was having a bad day. I got a bad grade at school. It was so bad 
that I was thinking about giving up on something. But then two things happened. My friend from school said something said something nice to me and I got your note and tip. I think that's a sign, don't you? My parents are big on signs. I'm not, especially if they are bad, but I like the good ones. Thanks for giving me a good sign. I and thanks for staying at the Cala Vista. I hope you'll come again soon. Sincerely, Mia Tang, Assistant Manager. I worked with Mrs. T's thick dictionary thesaurus, trading words, looking things up, learning phrases like big on and made my day, crossing things out and trying things until at least I was satisfied with my letter. I copied the letter over to a clean sheet of paper, sealed the envelope, and placed it in the outgoing mail pile. Then I had another idea. If Mr. and Mrs. Miller were willing to give me a a tip, maybe other guests would as well. Who knew? Maybe if I saved up, I could have enough to enter the essay contest. I called Lupe. That's a great idea, she said. You should totally do it. Lupe said everyone was always giving tips, giving out tips in restaurants, even her dad. If he did an extra good job, got a tip from his customers. Except Mr. Yao, of course. Mr. Yao never gave Lupe's dad a tip, not even on Christmas Day last year when he had to go over to his house to repair the cable. The tip jar would have to be secret, though. Mr. Yao couldn't see it. If he saw it, he'd just take the money like he took everything else. I wasn't even sure I wanted my parents to see it. They still didn't know about the essay contest. If my mom knew, she might say I didn't stand a chance. And the last thing I needed was her telling me I couldn't do it. I hung up the phone and went to the kitchen where I found an empty plastic jar. I taped a post-it on the front of it and wrote the word tip jar. I added some stars for good measure. I put the jar on the front desk and decided I would only put it out when it was just me. When my parents or Mr. Yao were around or when I was at school, I'd hide it under the desk. I lifted the divider and stood back to admire the jar. It looked good there. I went out the back to return Mrs. T's dictionary back to her. As I was walking across the parking lot, I noticed a couple I'd just checked in going up to my mom, who was walking back from one of the rooms. They were holding a camera. Excuse me, Will you take a picture of us? The woman asked my mom. She grinned at her boyfriend. This is our first vacation together. Your first vacation? That's great, my mom said in her broken English. Vacation, the couple corrected. Anyway, will you take our picture? Sure, my mom said, taking the camera from her. 
The couple showed her which button to push, and I could tell my mom was tingling with excitement because she kept running her fingers along the zoom. Finally, a real camera. As my mom put her eye to the viewfinder, the couple hugged each other and gave her great big toothy grins. Eggplant, my mom said, except she pronounced it eggplant. The woman frowned a little. You know, it's eggplant, said the woman after my mom put the camera down. What? Eggplant, the woman said, emphasizing the t so vigorously that she was practically spitting on my mom. I could feel the heat of my mom's embarrassment from where I was standing. If you're going to say it, you should say it right. And really, you should be saying cheese, the woman said as she walked off with her camera. My mom just stood there, looking so sad I wanted to run up and tell her to her and tell her, hey, it's okay, I just got a C minus on my English story. I know how you feel. But I knew this would not make her feel better. It would only make her feel worse. It almost made me want to do more math.